couple of things. Firstly, subscribe to the Patreon. As always, we love new subscribers. We have so much fun there. So go on subscribing. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com. You can follow our links on Instagram at Community Notice Board Podcast. Spotify, you can do it through that as well. And Apple um, Podcasts as well, I believe. So go and subscribe two extra eps a month and it's only five bucks or so and secondly i'm doing a melbourne international comedy festival show this year it's april 5th to 21st it's at the dove club in the melbourne cd cbd off on little collins street great location it's called don't we look stupid it's a show i did at sydney fringe uh nominated for best comedy uh if i do say so i'm not sure what happened if i won or not so let's just say nominated and uh it's it's a lot of fun so it's at six o'clock go get tickets you can get them on my instagram whitebait online um, and yeah, would love to see you there. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Okay, uh, <laughs> the vibe totally changing. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Welcome back to the, Community the least, Notice Board. The least natural thing is starting and finishing a podcast. Yeah, especially yeah. with people you know well. For us, it's the start, the <laughs> end, yeah. the middle. Oh, the middle is a real <laughs> oh, struggle. Boy. First, third, that's a fucking tough hill to get up. About half an hour after we finish, we're like, I feel good now. Actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm warmed up. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh man, All let's right. do it, Jamie boy. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about so which we grew up in local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming, coming of age, age tales. tales. Very spe- um, it's a music-themed episode, baby. Mm. We got another special guest in the studio, a returning king. Ryan Sim is here. Yes. And are is. we talking about towns? Fuck, Fuck no. no. <laughs> we're People talking. We, we, we kind of talk about towns. We're talking about a community. A hardcore music community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hardcore porno community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my research is going to be weird on this one. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> uh, man, hardcore, man. So, yeah. so for because I'm a fucking, you know, as Drew likes to say, a fucking Hank Hill. Uh, but <laughs> I sort of know what hardcore is. But for our listeners who don't, like, maybe just frame it as is it punk? Is that the. the yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's the, punk rock and, um, yeah, it's a would facet you, of would punk Would you say. Rock, because like you know, the, there's a hardcore scene, but there's a scene for every genre of music, and there's a scene for different art stuff. Yeah, but there's only scene kids for like like people call hardcore fans like oh they're scene kids. When I think of a scene kid, I think of like the swoopy fringe. Yeah, I think of an emo. Yeah, okay. which isn't even. But there's but some crossover there. The thing is, like the the fucking cement is is very funny. Like this is this is the most hardcore thing you can do is actually like like go into the semantics of it and the <laughs> subgenres and like, but I guess like the easiest thing to explain is like, like even when you say like emo kids, sing kids, they're not listening to bright eyes and American no. football. They're listening to asking Alexandria. And yeah. Yeah. So even that and my chemical, yeah, even that's different. So like when I was in Brisbane, uh, playing in bands, you had the hardcore scene, like what, what was known as like the North coast hardcore scene. But then you had this like DIY scene that was kind of concurrent to it, where you had like the screamo bands and the more like right. DIY. Uh, so you need to be like a, a lawyer to pass through all the yeah, different kind of. Like, and you're like you're on a DIY punk guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Royalty well, drill like on my way. <laughs> so like garage every day, like garage shows and, and house yeah, shows and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And then um, I like garages, I like houses, man. Let's do it. Houses are renovation. Let's renovate. Yeah. But then then you also had the crust. Like the crusty Crust scene, punks, yeah. yeah. I love because I was Eating going through. I was trying to find the, you know, yeah, the, basically like the family tree of punk and all these music styles. Mm-hmm. And there was someone, so there was like, 
And these are all subgenres of a punk. It's a hardcore punk, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then there's glam punk. Glam punk. Um, grun- so, grunge, you know, like Nirvana grunge. Grunge is punk. Nirvana punk. were a punk band. And then there was uh, horror punk. And then cross punk, which I love because it said, AKA Stenchcore. Stenchcore. <laughs> 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 I have never heard the term Stenchcore. I just want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I may have added that myself. That's actually. a subject no, matter expert. Uh, Stenchcore. And then there was, yeah, like I said, horror punk. Nazi punk. I'm like, ooh. Yep. Peace punk. Okay, all right. Now we're going we to, okay. you know what I mean? We're revolutionizing against that. And then skate punk, street punk. And then it got into like these fusions of punk and other types. So pop punk, you boys are big pop mm, punk guys. Pop punk. Rap core, new metal. So it's rap and punk, right? Grind core. Can you imagine how many hardcore people we're going to piss off listening to? I know. I think hardcore is like a little shouty. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. There's so many different... Everyone, it's like uh, everyone's got their own little... It's almost to the point where like the fan base is like one person per genre. Like, you know, it's like, I'm actually more of a stenchcore guy. I'm the only one in the scene. I stink. It's very much like Boomer talking about LGBT where it's just like, (laughs) oh, it used to be men and women. Now everyone's got their own freaking thing now. I used to just be able to be a stenchcore guy. (laughs) a punk now, now I have to be a crust well, my <laughs> snow, my son, no son of mine will be a stench core boy yeah. um, but then, more of a I love this one. punk myself this crust, one was great punk a little expensive um, um <laughs> Oh, edit point. Um, <laughs> um, this Drew, one was great. A, a second riff has hit the towers. <laughs> <laughs> um, cow punk, cow, country and punk, which yeah. I love. Oh, it's like a bit of um. Do you know Hank Williams III? Third. He's yeah. man. He fucking rules. Those uh, that album. I can't remember what it's called, but it came out in 2006. Great, great podcast. Fuck <laughs> you know that album. Rules. You know the one. You know the one. <laughs> look, if, if you're listening, look it up. It's a great album. Although it does use a lot of slurs. I was listening to it like two days ago, <laughs> and I forgot how many like aggressive slurs he drops in that yeah, album. Yeah, he's rough. Mm. Yeah, he's a rough one. Damn. What's so the there, there I, I like when people try and make uh, they make the argument for like, oh yeah, you know, they're just working class, <laughs> and it's like. You think all working class people are just raised? Like, what yeah, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, it just like yeah. exposes your own like yeah, yeah. soft-handed existence. Also, yeah. he's the yeah. grandson of Hank Williams, and Hank Williams, like, he's the son of Hank Williams II. Who's he's rich. one of the biggest <laughs> country rich. music stars of all time. Mm, yeah. So there is, um, because then uh, I was getting into, uh, yeah, because there's like, uh, like we said, like Nazi. There's all these. I feel like I don't know if Nazi just shit just comes out of every fucking. Well, there was like the big skinhead scene, and then who yeah. who has that song that's like Nazi punks fuck off? Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys, right? So that's all right, settle down. <laughs> Poor old Jamie's guy. like, I know about stuff. Give me on your pod. <laughs> well, Jamie was one of the people because I went on Ryan's no, pod. No dads. And, uh, <laughs> no dads allowed. Yeah. Dad for you. Dad, dad energy's fine, but actual dad. <laughs> actual dad in a PBR shirt. No, you're not allowed. And listen to Ryan's pod if you're listening to this because it's great. But I yeah. went on the other day and Jamie's one of the people I mentioned who I'd never heard of the band that Ryan gave me to listen to. Mm-hmm. Ended up loving the album. And then you were one of the guys. So I was like, have you ever heard of this one, man? And you were like, yeah, of course. You're like, yeah. how have you Who not heard of him? Leatherface. Leatherface. Oh, yeah, yeah. Englishman. Mush. Great album. Yeah. Do you need, need to get you on the pod in all <laughs> You looked hurt when I said <laughs> yeah, when I got that before. My turn will be like, too I, like post, hurt and I, got I like post-hardcore, and then you're going to be like, but that's not real hardcore. No, no, no. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I worry. So, like, every time... <laughs> 
Spill core. All right. I'm a fumble core guy. He just spilled one of his two percent beers. I'm a bad riff core guy. I think we were talking about your pod. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Jesus Christ, this is going to be bad. Oh, that's some stench core shit right now. Sucking beer off the table. We were talking about your pod the other day to a friend of the show, Chris Keary, and I was talking about the refused album, The Shape of Punk to Come, and how we had a conversation at Alex's Bucks party about how. How do you remember that at all? I remember everything. <laughs> about you how- were hammered. The way you were talking to me, like two hours into Alex's Bucks party, you would come over to me, stand like on me, then rest your forehead against sure. my forehead and start being like, I'm really glad we're friends. Kerry <laughs> <laughs> was doing the same thing to Jamie. Yeah, so I was just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, drunk lean to. But you were saying that Refuse album is not a hardcore classic and that you don't even like the album. And that made him. Murderous. Oh, Kiri. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is a great album. Oh. I don't. I. I think you're misrepresenting what I said. Mm. I think it's got a lot to answer for. I remember you record. saying that only pansies listen. <laughs> <laughs> he said a lot of that other word. Either. <laughs> yeah. And I'm. I'm yeah. I'm censoring. What yeah. He said. substituted a different word. <laughs> Called Chris Kiri a sissy specifically. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I think like. Um. Are we getting ahead of ourselves? Like yeah, what I was yeah, going to say before is like I. I worry like every time something comes up and I'm like oh I've got the information on that I feel I I can hear people turning off. Mm. Their, their headphones on yeah, this podcast sure. Like I worry It's like super boring To be like Well you know Refuse They were like a They were a hardcore band They were blah 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 And then they kind of went Yeah see I see you glazing over right now <laughs> well, what, tell well, I'm just imagining The riff to new noise <laughs> So what's your What's your background then To get into it Like let's bring everyone into This Because yeah It seems so very like niche and, and, it, and you can talk all the specifics And all that But like yeah. What's your musical journey to get Because this is your This was yep. your genre for a while And and then you were in bands. I was in bands. bands. Yeah. I was so, in so bands. what were you yeah. listening to in high school that got you? Like, what was the entry yeah. point? Into oh, I mean, like, like what what I was listening to in high school is just Blink One Eight Two. So Blink One Eight Two is the gateway. Oh, yeah. yeah, Blink One. So I got Blink One Eight Two, and I got um like Corn Limp Bizkit and stuff. Mm. So I got the stuff that like came after the actual kind of like American yep. scenes, I guess, like the the commercial stuff that came out of those those hardcore and post-hardcore sure. scenes. So that's what I was listening to in high school. Then I started going to all ages punk show, like not hardcore shows, but punk shows, mm-hmm. like pop punk bands, skate punk bands, um, at the Gabba, at the Gabba Hotel. Oh, okay, I was in, gonna say at the Gabba. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> at, not at the stadium, <laughs> but there used to be a little pub right near the stadium and cool. they do all ages shows during the day. I think it was called Club Splurt. <laughs> <laughs> It was, called, oh, wow. it was okay. called Club Cum Shot. <laughs> some Club Robes. The council got some Club Robes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I met, I met guys who were in bands and stuff, and it was, it was really like a punk scene. It wasn't the hardcore scene. Uh, but then I was sort of like in that live uh, community, like live show community. And mm-hmm. Brisbane's got some pedigree for punk. Like they got the Saints that came out of there, which is like arguably one of the first punk bands yeah, in the world, yeah. really. Like and and like Blowhard as well. They were really big in the early two thousands. That's when I was going to shows. The band I, I kind of became friends with. Um, there were two, and one of them I cannot remember the name, but the other other band that uh, I became friends with the guys um, they were called Fat Man's Cleavage. Oh, nice. and okay. they're actually all right. They were like they were kind of like No Effects kind of. That makes yeah. me want to split. 
<laughs> you already splurred it all over the table. Suck some more beer off the table. Terrible, table. terrible band name. But right. they're an alright band. I got some yeah. bad. I got some bad band names. I might oh, play out later. We'll save it for a bit later on, so I don't yeah. blow my don't yeah. splurge on my <laughs> my what early. But, but what, um, what got me into hardcore specifically was I was working at Target Baranda, which is. Wool and Gabba. Pretty punk. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty, very, pretty fucking punk. A very DIY scene at Target. This is, yeah. like, this is like 2002, 2003, must have been. And there was a guy who worked there who was in the in the hardcore scene, the Brisbane hardcore scene. And he was like, oh yeah, you should start coming to shows. And then I found out like, he's like, so there's a big Christian community in oh. hardcore. And he was a Christian and he was friends with these guys who are in this Christian metalcore band called Slain of Myself. And like, we get in the car, go up the sunny coast to Nambour and like, yeah, yeah, and then I started. And when going, did you realize it was? Were you in the car when they start dropping? And you saw the fucking get Jesus fish and shit. Oh, like, I didn't really it? care. Just sort of came. He definitely they, the Christian the Christians always do this thing where they're like, they know that if they tell you, you're immediately going to switch off. Yeah, mm. they know that. Do you so it just gradually came out. Slowly. It's like if you come see this cool badass band, you might think God is pretty cool. Like you know, <laughs> were like, you ever across the band Strong Like Sam? No, I never heard of them. They were like never a heard them. Canberra hardcore, but also very Christian at the yeah, same time. Yeah. It was like, they were like all lovely guys, but it was just, yeah. there's something slightly off-putting about just being like, oh, there's, there's a little stank, there's a little stench core there <laughs> when someone's like overtly Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so then that, started, that's what got me into the hardcore, hardcore bands proper right. in, the local, in the local sense. Yeah. And you, you're, then you were in a band eventually. Or uh, I was, yeah, I was always in bands in high school, but they weren't, they weren't good. They were like, yeah, like that post grunge sort of new metally band or like, names? or like a pop punk. Oh man. What was it? Oh, the first band when I was like 15, my mm-hmm. first ever band, Fear of Logic. Nice. That's a pretty good name. <laughs> Is it? No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds like a, it sounds like a band that would just be on Triple J. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like a, yeah. We're going to start a band with um, Cam James. We talked yeah. about last week. Nice. If you want to join, we can my have Cam, a- My Cam, because I went to Cam. Cam yes-anded on a podcast that we recorded. <laughs> I was like, oh, should we start a band? And Cam's like, yeah, sure. I've already no. drawn up a contract. <laughs> I'm sending that to him. Yeah. <laughs> we got Barry Gordy representing Reach, us. Yeah, yeah, reaching out to Mushroom Group. <laughs> uh, the other band I was in, like, in high school and just, like, after high school was, like, yeah, like, almost new metal, but not quite, um, called Chrysalis. Oh, that's okay. a very that's a super new metal, metal name. name. That's a very that's a very Cam James Electric Dreams yeah. band. Like yeah. that was mm-hmm. like when I saw. Do you remember any songs you wrote? Nah, no, nah, I don't. Oh, there was one song called Piss and Vinegar, but I don't remember how it went. <laughs> Man, in three weeks, Butterfly Effect are playing the end more. Oh, we, we I really want to go. I reckon that's where the na- actually I never put it together. That's absolutely where the fucking band name came from. I didn't come up with the band name, but. As in, like the butterfly, effect. butterfly, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. These, these kids definitely love butterfly effect. And totally. That's where it came from. Yeah, and so no success stupid. with the band. Like, no, no, it was just like just a fun like kids. Yeah, and then one of those guys, like, uh, I, I really got into like that post, like Thursday, Poison the Well, mm-hmm. tour that tour in now two, must have been two thousand four, two thousand five. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, double headlining tour, Poison the Well on Thursday. Uh, went there with my friend. He loved it. And then we started a band that was more like along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have been in that. Did you, like called? we skipped, we skipped all the like the um, formative kind of like. I guess I guess we didn't really because like I was in those bands in in yeah, high yeah, school, yeah. and then yeah, we we did this like weird post hardcore band called um, Lorna Slavin. Lorna Slavin. Yeah. Did you have like um, those kind of pretentious song title names like for the workforce drowning and shit like that? It's not pretentious. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It's pretentious if you're like just out of high school. <laughs> no, I can't remember. I can't really remember any of the fucking band names. It was so long ago. 
Uh, song names, I should say. Yeah. Mm. There was one song, I remember Bears Will Eat You. That was a song name. Okay. That's true. And that's that, pretty that good. They will eat you. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and that was our best uh, every Fear time logic, I die. Fear logic, I don't feel logic. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Justing your tie. Hey. hey. <laughs> Just checking. That's how I pick albums. I pick up the album. And I, that all makes sense. Yeah, everything seems good. Yep, yeah. checks out. Piss and it. vinegar. Okay. Yeah. De- wait, guess definitely true. maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. War uh, all of the time? <laughs> ah, like in some of the time. Champagne supernova. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is this nonsense? <laughs> Get this out of here. How can you even wonder at a war? <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. What good. is yeah. the story, Morning Glory? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the to worst know. episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. If you haven't tuned out by now, Brian Sim is in the studio. <laughs> Um, um, I, I guess what I'd say is that those early bands, like, I think I still wasn't super, like... And what was your role in the band, though? Like, oh, um, guitar. Oh, ba- bass or guitar, depending on the band. And were you yeah. writing songs? Or? When I, I moved to guitar because I started writing more songs. Mm, and I, like, nice. wanted Fuck to play. You. I wanted That's to play Because I've, yeah. I've never been in a band, and, like, if you're the bass player, hey, and yeah, you're yeah, like... Yeah. Come on, purple-headed <laughs> yogurt slingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, at least we had one meeting. had one beautiful night where he came up with the worst band name of all time. <laughs> well, previous ep- so don't to indulge everyone again. Um, uh, but I've never been... That was one flirt with success. But um, if you're the bass player and you're like, hey, I want to pitch a song, does everyone just go, all right, mate, fuck off. You know no, what I mean? No, this isn't Queen. Like, you not really. Right. Because at, at, uh, what I was going to say is those early bands were like, didn't really understand... Um, understood genres, understood like the technical aspects of like like genre, subgenre, all that sort of stuff. And I knew, I knew what bands I liked, but I didn't really... I, hadn't re- I don't think I'd re- properly engaged with the culture mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. the subculture, I should say. And um, so they were just like, I look at them and I, I feel like they were a bit, a little bit naive, a little bit kind of superficial as like, like more, more the aesthetic of post-hardcore or hardcore yeah, rather totally. than actually being guys who, who e- existed in this, in yeah. these uh, communities, mm. as you yeah. would say. So what's, um, and like- then as, as time goes on, I think, I think the music gets meatier, it gets juicier. And like, mm. and so later on I was in a band, um, it's kind of the last, like, I, I don't want to say big, but like, at least, um, we were signed. We, we had records. We did national tours. The last band I was in that, that did that was called fires of Waco. Ooh, that's a good band. And that was like a melodic, melodic hardcore band, um, with members of the gift horse, members of just say go, um, and it was, yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Alex just, just glazing over. Like, being like, how do I ground this guy? For anyone. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know Gift Horse, dude? <laughs> no, I there you go. You know Gift Horse? Oh, no. man. Yeah. R.I.P. Shane Collins. God damn. Yeah. Um, but your look well, was just so uh, oh, Drew poured one out for him before. So <laughs> if, anyone, <laughs> if anyone is listening, they know hopefully what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I was playing bass in that band and writing. Fifty percent of the songs. Basically. Oh, cool! Yeah, wow. So you were signed. Yeah, we we were signed to were Poison you, City Records. Were you yeah, were in you Melbourne. in the band when they? Do you did you go through the signing process? We talked through with Cam in a previous set that he got scammed. A scammed, a scammed like we're going to sign you situation. So they had that like yeah. you know that 40, 48 hours, seventy two hours of we're going to be big, and you guys actually got signed. Were you through that, or did you join after they were signed? Oh no no no! I I started the band with with Stevie Scott. So how did um, that process go? Um, there's not really a process. Like Poison City, like they they put out. It's not. It's like it sounds. 
It's not as romantic as it might sound. No, no. It's just like a verbal agreement though. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah. your mates will put out your record for you. And yeah, like, right. like these guys- Just splurt here and here. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow your pen? <laughs> I like you were checking your watch waiting for me able to stop talking so you can say that. <laughs> I got, we'll got a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it must have been pretty- <laughs> Must yeah. be pretty validating though to go, okay, that's good. Yeah, These like they were they were just us. friends, like and, and like Gift Horse was already on that label. So I think it was more of a verbal agreement or mm -hmm. e email agreement rather than like a contract that we okay. signed. It wasn't like, it was you've like got to perform here and impress us and therefore No, no, it was just like record by record as well. Cause like I remember Andy at Poison City was like, We'll put out we'll put out your full length, we'll put out on vinyl. Um gotta to tour it, obviously. Uh and then we did another EP with them, but it was only digital. And so the yeah. tour. What goes? What was the tour? Where'd you go? Um, we toured. Well, we toured a few times. The main, <laughs> the main one I remember was a uh, national tour. This this is for support of of the album that came out. Um, must have been twenty ten. Mm -hmm. I reckon two thousand ten. Defeater from Boston. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. great yeah. band. And Miles Away from Perth. Yeah, I know that. And mm. I would I would argue that Miles Away were bigger than Defeater, like worldwide. Miles because Miles Away are huge in Europe and stuff like mm -hmm. that. I think Miles Away were the headliner and Defeater were first support than us as like. Um, and which of the up. like four or five houses in Canberra that used to host <laughs> hardcore gigs did you play? No, at? I think it was Queanbeyan Youth Centre. Queanbeyan? Queanbeyan? Yeah. How do you say Queanbeyan it? God, Center. you've just upset Drew so much. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it, Drew? Queanbo. It's pretty rude to mispronounce a suburb name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about to give you the Queanbo kiss, uh, yeah. which is just a kiss on the lips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Queanbo Youth Centre, fuck yeah. I've done, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. Or PCYC or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can picture where it would be. You done it? You done a Queen, what is it, Queanbo? Queanbo. Queanbo. They used to have a, a, a festival because like a couple you of my done, mates You've done an episode on, on it? No, on Queenbian. Yeah, 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 we've done a Queenbian yeah, yeah, episode, yeah. Um, but there was a there was this old festival they tried to put on for a couple of years called Liquid Fest, just at the Queenbian <laughs> pool. <Splurt> fest. <laughs> yeah. It was a splurt, splurt fest. fest. <laughs> but it was so funny because it was like I love the like beer fest, but what about whiskey? You know, all other liquids. We need to cover all liquids. <laughs> liquid to have a festival. It was just Stay a, hydrated. It's just kids like kids with like floaties on splashing around in the pool, and then like thirteen like you know kids dressed head to toe in black like yeah. emo kids and then just like a metal band playing love it followed by like a ska band yeah, like yeah. just the most incongruous standard. group of, it was not there's nothing holding it together standard suburbs fuck man i, I yeah. loved it i went every year that's that, that both rules. years yeah. that they had it true wing is floaties in the mosh i hope a ska band is next i had to get rescued from the pool a couple of times <laughs> He's um, just drowning in the mosh. He's just so like single in the lifeguard. The, <laughs> the main thing, the main thing I remember from that first big tour that we did, because it was like a big opportunity, and we're getting there were five of us in the band. We're getting paid three hundred dollars a show. Wow! To split or each? Clang. No split. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a Resist Records tour. Who were like the hardcore oh, counterpart to shout out to Resist Record just around the corner of Marrickville. Great it spot. is. Yeah. I was there last week. Nice. What'd you buy? I bought Gospel by Fireworks, a pop punk band. Is, from I Detroit, like Fireworks. Michigan. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Fire yeah. Gospel's probably their best album. It is. Well, we can do that probably. after the show. <laughs> um, what I remember from, so like people, I think people who aren't in it, they're like, oh, it's so cool that you're in punk. It's not. The main thing I remember from that fucking first national tour with an international band uh, was our van broke down mm -hmm. just outside of Keith in South Australia. Mm -hmm. Um. And it was like the middle of the night, we're driving overnight to Melbourne. And the reason the van 
broke down is because I filled it up with the wrong type uh, of petrol. That's rock star shit. That's some rocks. Yeah, yeah. Not a, <laughs> this is, there's a I reason. I filled it up with Jackie D. Yeah, mechanics mechanics aren't listening to fucking <laughs> defeater miles away. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit more cold chisel. Can I uh, pay you with a tasty you put base diesel. That would have been diesel, right? Like, there's only two. I put diesel in an unleaded van. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so basically, <laughs> like, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, I'll tell you the rest of the story. So we had to wait there all night. And then, like, eventually in the morning, like, some guy. I thought we were going to have to get towed back to Adelaide Airport because there's a higher van. Yeah. Some guy in a Hilux comes around the corner with his son in the passenger seat, literally has a piece of rope that he ties around our bull bar and his tow bar. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, Keith's just around the corner. We'll tow you into the garage. And like, they're, they're able to flush it. If you put diesel in an unleaded engine, it's fine. But yeah. if it's the other way around, that's when you have the problem. Okay. So they solved it. But like the thing, the thing is when we picked up the van the day before, we had a we had an eight seater van booked and mm. and we walk in like seven gigantic men mm-hmm. <laughs> and the woman the woman at Europe car she's just like um, she's just like do you want a twelve seater it's only thirty bucks more per day mm. and we we're like we look at each other and we're like yep sure my license my credit card um, and it's all fine and she just goes oh just make sure because the eight seaters are unleaded but the twelve seaters are diesel oh, no. so just keep that in mind when you fill up. So right. at 4 a.m. in the morning when everyone else is asleep and I'm like, this nozzle doesn't fit. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like, I guess she said what she said. I guess I better like fill it up with fucking oh, diesel. Oh, so she told you to do it, but yeah, she was yeah. mistaken. Right. So then when we Damn. break down, um, obviously it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, and we have oh. no idea where we are. And so I can't call Europe car. I have to call roadside assist. And they're like, well, it's a rental. We can't do anything you know that's wolf creek like that's literally some wolf creek yeah but it's also like like i just felt so fucking guilty yeah are your bandmates getting mad at you or are they trying to be chilled well they're all asleep they woke up they're like what happened and and i explained it like i did and they no one no one got angry in fact uh stevie who's a scottish (laughs) he's a scottish man (laughs) he moved to australia um and played in played in gift horse played in a bunch of bands um he he's like Oh, we need to we need to conserve our body heat. So he takes off. So let's all fuck. He takes off. We may have to eat one of us if we don't. <laughs> and like, he was, this is like he was like the only one who wasn't straight edge in the van as well. So he's hammered in the back of the van. Takes off all of his clothes. Nice. Mm. He's like, we got to huddle. And then when no one would huddle with him, he just starts watching porno on his phone. <laughs> And then he just <laughs> this. To be honest, sounds like a guy who just wants to watch porn. Yeah. Also, sounds like a guy who I think put the petrol in. Like he actually yeah. fucking disconnected uh, something. Guys, we broke it down. Oh, I no. think we might need to watch porno. And he just runs the battery down in his phone, and then he's like, "I'm fucking bored." <laughs> For the rest of the morning, till the sun comes up. Basically, I the woman at um the roadside assist, she was like, "You got to wait until <laughs> you got to conserve body heat." You got yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Scottish accent. Uh, it was just. Right. <laughs> I gotta go. You gotta call. I'm She's like, go. oh, you guys are definitely in a punk band. Maybe you should listen to a, yeah. <laughs> a little, a little more working class man. If you <laughs> putting the wrong petrol in the fucking van, you call up Rotisis. She's like, have you checked out Braddy Sepp's sister? Like, uh, oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> What is that even? He's mean? talking about porno. <laughs> She's giving him porno Rex. Oh, right. Oh, Braddy stepsister. But I was yes. watching some porno <laughs> recently. I started over the word stepsister. <laughs> well, we know what Drew's watching. Geography <laughs> wise. So eventually, sun comes up. I call Europe Car at Adelaide Airport and I explain exactly what's happened. I was like, hey, we upgraded our van. The woman behind the counter told me to make sure I put diesel mm. in. 
uh, I did that and now we have broken down. Mm. And and the woman on the other end of the line goes, well, I was the one you hired it from and I remember you coming in and I never said that to oh, you. Oh. And she's like, you're going to have to get the car towed back to Adelaide Airport on your own dime. And if there's any damage to the car, you'll also have to pay for that. Oh, and that, that's about the moment these guys came around the corner in the, like our fucking saviors, you know. And told like, you to, <clears throat> told you to Keith and then you flushed it and then you're okay. Yeah, then we're okay. Oh, so, hell, but we, we like the guys in the other bed, guys in miles away were texting us. They're like, are you, like, we heard you broke down. Are you going to be okay? Cause we, we were driving overnight just to make sure we'd have a whole day in Melbourne to like either nap or like go do shit. And then we'd be there Watch for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch some pornos. Came, and then, up. and then we didn't, leave Keith until probably like, you know, like a the afternoon at some point. So we had to like goose it to oh, get ass. to Melbourne in time for the show. And we get there right, like pretty much as the show is starting, like doors are open. We got to load in through kids mm. and basically start playing. But like, we we're like, oh fuck, we made it. We made it. And it was like all this pressure. Cause like, we want to make a good impression. The other bands are like, oh, they're going to sort this out, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, at least we fucking made it. Were you and headlining? Like, no, no, show? we were opening the show. Right. We were like first support yep. on mm -hmm. this national tour. And then we we were like, we felt so good that we just fucking made it. We felt so relieved. And then we played and we fucking stunk. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the worst gig we've ever played. Like stage, it would have been better for our reputation if we hadn't made it. I oh, reckon. no. <laughs> good Lord. God damn. <laughs> what I, just what I think is so funny about that is like, obviously a bunch of like hardcore slash emo kids just like not knowing how to, like fill up a van properly or yeah, like anything, like anything like that. It's just like, like yeah, we write songs about our feelings, you know. But it sounds it's it's feel like every single like fucking national tour like that like yeah. DIY tour or whatever is like the van breaks down at some point. I feel yeah. like I hear that story. It sounds so cliche but it's, because Surely it was a direct result of what I did. Yeah. I was just like, fuck. I, I felt so bad. Like, that, that was the most emo I've ever been. In. Mm. <laughs> did the woman like bring that up? without you saying anything? Was it like a guilty conscience where she's like, by the way, I didn't tell you anything about Diesel? Or were you like, hey, you I told me about I explained Diesel. everything to the person. I didn't so know it was She her. just denied it. Straight. She just denied it. She was like, oh, I'm actually one, I'm the one you spoke to yesterday. And I did not say that. And I did not say that. Wow. Yeah. She said so she's that a liar. Sure. And so I just had to be like, fuck, all right. Um, and ba so basically what happened is like, yeah, waited, uh, yeah, call them, waited, waited till they open, call them, got, told to go fuck myself essentially i did call back up the roadside assist and explain to them how it had developed mm -hmm. um and they were gonna see if they could do anything right basically but that, that, that's when yourself. that's when these like yeah <laughs> that's when these guys just came around the corner with a piece of rope yeah <laughs> Categorically not listening to hardcore <laughs> in the year, you also mentioned and a big facet of now, like uh, feelings a big facet of original hardcore, and you mentioned it just before, uh, the only guy apart from the porno man, is a Straight Edge. Straight Edge. So you were Straight Edge I was at Straight the time? Edge, yeah, I was Straight Edge X for a long time. X, X, <laughs> X VX. What's Straight Edge? I was, straight edge, I was vegan Straight Edge. Oh, really? So Straight um, Edge, no oh, You guys drugs. are both on your phone. <laughs> this, no. is, this is my worst nightmare. No, like, I, I, know, start I, I, start yeah. I start talking about hardcore and people get their phones out. Yeah. He's this, playing, is why, this is why I had to make it a podcast. I can't just do it in yeah, social situations. I'm bubble. playing Angry Birds over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Drew's playing Stuck Stepmom under the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, oh yeah, for anyone listening, Drew's taking all his clothes off. He's like, that's he a good is, idea. Especially in the group chat, saying anyone want to watch it. <laughs> Drew's like, I'm straight and I'm going to edge, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so straight edge is it's a it's no you're you, so you commit you're no drugs you're no drinking no, you're no, no sex. coffee 
Like it's I drank coffee. Full hectic. In the like, uh, Ian. There's this great clip of Ian McKay, who was minor threat, who wrote the song Straight Edge, and mm. went on to do Fugazi after that. Great, great uh, clip of him, like t- a two-camera interview, where he's like, "Yeah, we got out of the van, and I'm drinking like this bottle of iced tea." Uh, I don't do voices, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what and- if he was Indian? <laughs> <laughs> Try to, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and this kid runs up to him. He's like, oh, don't you know that that tea has caffeine in it? And he's like, hey, why don't you fuck off? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not they're, they're but it's it's a, it's not a religious or anything. It's just purely a. I think some people take it religiously, and there's like a again, like there's, I, I don't know what it's about. Bo- the, it's for your own betterment, right? It's for your own health. It is technically, I think it is, but I think because people are people, it is for your own superiority as well. Oh. People get, I do think people get addicted to being straight edge. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And that was something that I had to be like, well, why? You know, once I started doing comedy and my friend group kind of changed, I had mm. to be like, well, Damn, is this why really? Are these guys so much cool. Yeah, mm. basically, Open yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, am I? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, there's like people who I'm still friends, like people yeah, like yeah, Sam yeah, Bowden, yeah. Michelle Azevedo, stuff like that. And I'm like, well, if this is like my social circle now, like, am I enjoying not drinking? Or maybe yeah. I, should I just like did relent you, and see how it feels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that's, you that's have, it, just why. Did you have and that, was that going? Like you were just like, I love being fucking above. No, I never, I honestly, like, I know this makes me sound like Mr. Cool, but like, I honestly never had that. Like I, I always had like, the reasons, the reasons I did it what was exactly the same thing. Like I was drinking th- in my teens. I was like yeah. smoking pot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why yeah. am I doing this? Yeah. So, and then it was, it, the same, <laughs> it was the same. It was the same thing. feel good. Yeah, yeah but that, exactly. Good. I just, it just fit. It fit. It made sense while it made sense. And then it yeah. didn't anymore. Yeah, no, yeah so. I guess. So you just yeah. went 180. And now I'm 38 years old. And I was like, I don't really need to worry about any of this yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So there's straight edge. And then I saw that there was and a counter. And you're 38 years old, continuously tearing your shirt open at Alex's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's some great photos of my wedding. Actually, so sweaty. A lot, a lot of sweaty chests <laughs> out. The, the slickest man I've ever Rhino. seen. Rhino. Looks like an otter about to crack a shell on his tummy. <laughs> Rhino with a big chest hat and just like busting out moves. There's a couple of great photos of that. Um, but, um, I hope they play Rights of Spring. Yeah. <laughs> but then I saw there was straight edge, you know, a refrain from um, sex, apparently promiscuous sex. I promiscuous don't know, Rhino, sex. if that was, uh, if you did that on purpose or not. Right. It was just, so if you, if you <laughs> step- I, I'm staying. Hey, like I said, it just made sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if your stepmom does get caught in the dryer, you, that, that is technically... Technically allowed under uh, the straight edge. Okay. Um, and then, uh, but then too much about Drew in this episode because of because <laughs> that I'm aware of porn category <laughs> that you watch it religiously. He's getting defensive. <laughs> oh no, he's getting cross examination. He's cracking on the cross exam from Jamie. I'm strictly a milf porn guy. <laughs> All right, bratty stepsister. <laughs> It's the oh, funniest no. genre. It's the funniest genre if you pronounce it correctly. Stop getting mad. Stop it's picking a on him. Genre. Stop picking on him, YouTube. Um, <laughs> I'm not picking on anyone. Um, I'm taking it in. Ryan's on my side. I he's love my, He's my bratty stepbrother. Oh. <laughs> I love having sex with Drew. <laughs> um, but I, because it's punk, there's a um, there's a counterculture to straight edge. 
called Bent Edge. No. Nah. Or, or Curved Edge. That's not a real thing. This is in there. That's not a real and thing. And it's uh, okay. the people who are that fed, doesn't up, exist, fed up with the rigidness, rigidness and intolerance of the um, nascent straight edge scene. The combat straight edge, they started throwing beer and drug-fueled drug punk shows. No. Nah. It's just punk, right? Nah. It's just, nah. why would you? Yeah, that's like. Nah. It's just like a normal show. Yeah. Not a thing. So that's, anyway, it's in Wikipedia, so it's true. Not a thing. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think the the death knell to like straight edge was like, I can't remember what year it was, but there were two bands. Mm-hmm. There was a band called Reversal of Man, who were like a screamo, like 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 a DIY. Not not. I'm not talking like My Chemical Romance style mm. screamo. I'm talking about like DIY yeah. basement show style screamo band called Reversal of Man, who are fucking awesome. And there's a straight edge vegan hardcore band called Earth Crisis. Uh, yeah, I know. Big, and they they crossed over and like similar to how Hatebreed did, they crossed over into like the mainstream WWE kind of kind of culture. But like back in the day, there was an Earth Crisis show, and because Re- Reversal of Man kind of rejected all like the macho like uh elements of of like what hardcore had become they were just like kind of skinny yeah funny kids who wanted to not play like aggressive henry music. rollins kicking audience yeah members exactly in the head. so apparently one of the members of reversal of man was at this show because he was straight edge and he loved earth crisis but he was like moshing in like a pink cowboy hat mm-hmm. and Love um this. and carl the singer of earth crisis was like get the kid in the cowboy hat and he got beaten to, to a pulp in the mosh pit oh. during an Earth Crisis set. And then Reversal of Man, they have a song called Get, Get the Kid in the Cowboy Hat or something right. like that. Um, yeah. So what is that yeah, because at, of like, because, well, that, that's just like you had a pink hat or is it a cowboy thing like cows? That, no, it's just this like self-seriousness where it's like if you make fun. Oh, it, happened, it happened in Brisbane as well. I remember there was this guy, there's this guy who who I'm in contact again through, through the podcast, a guy named Troy Destroy who played in a youth crew hardcore band in Brisbane called Just Say Go. Mm-hmm. Um, straight edge band, just say go, just say no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see you all. I see you all glazing over again. <laughs> um, but they were pretty popular as far as Brisbane bands go. Um, and at one point, they were playing a show, just a lineup show. Um, and there was another straight edge band in Brisbane called Wishful Wings, X Wishful Wings X, and they were more like tough guy, dyed black hair, like black everything black everything like just great to be tough guy with dyed black hair. Yeah, yeah it's so it makes no sense but um just like like beat down hardcore like yeah. like um and troy destroy into the mic he's a bass player but he does backup vocals and he's just a funny guy he's like hey why wish for wings when you got red bull and that's all he said nice. that's all he said <laughs> and then it was like this huge thing like oh, oh really? yeah just turned into this huge fucking oh, thing oh my god yeah, yeah just people are so self-serious they love like, the blue yeah. these guys yeah people can't and i think i think it's on like even if you make fun of you know like i guess like those more diy screamer bands for being like too pc or whatever yeah. or like you could you couldn't riff with them on this podcast. Like it happens both ways. I yeah. think. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a half hour fault as well. Though. Yeah. We yeah. got no skills. But um, I saw that um, <laughs> bent. Yeah. So I just saw. Look, it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> but there's straight edge, there's bent edge, and then of course there's hate edge, which is a neo-Nazi of straight edge. <laughs> These don't exist. It includes prominent hate edge groups. Include the National Socialist White Power and the sober and angry sober and angry youth. Who uh, are you? This is like who, you reading this is like a dad watching Fox News. It's like, oh, they are, they are coming over the border. Well, here, here we go the, for the punchline. So, sober and angry youth are a Ukrainian white power gang practicing straight edge beliefs with links to the Azov Azov Battalion. So it's like four guys. It's going to be four guys. Yeah, and like, they updated that. Yeah. yeah, they wrote it themselves. Um, maybe I, I don't know if you guys, but I wanted to go through some horrible um, uh, hardcore band. Well, they're not, not almost probably none of a hardcore, but their punk-esque band names. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
the worst ones ever. Should I go through them? Please. Um, well, the first one, the one that I always think of because I've heard of it before, which is Turbo Negro. They're pretty famous. And they actually changed their name to Turbo Negro because their first name – uh, they thought wasn't as <laughs> consumer friendly, and that was their first choice was Nazi penis. <laughs> which <was pretty> good. <laughs> um, but I'll go through these. I'm sure some of these are like got they've like it's just a guy who came up with that name. It's like Purple Hot Yoga Singer. Yeah. They're not real bands. Some of them are actually real bands though. <laughs> so um, and do again, you guys like Turbo Negro? I like Turbo Negro. Yeah, they've got a big they've got a big following in the punk scene, even though they're not. I wouldn't really even count no, them as a punk. They're band. A weird. They one. have a weird sound. They're a bit like Rocket from the Crypt. And but stuff I think like they that. were one of the bands that I just. Got into through Jackass. Tony Hawk. Oh yeah, and yeah, Jackass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jackass. They're friends with the God King Bam Margera. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, for sure. So tell me if you know any of these. And again, they're not hardcore, but they're all in the punk sphere. Can I bet that there's one coming up? Yeah, you can bet there's one that I'm going to say. Yeah. No, oh, you're going to actually bet it. Yeah. What is it? Anal cunt. No, uh, no. I, well, yeah, I have something about them. But <laughs> no, they were, but yeah. but well, they're not in my ball list, but I did have something else about them. So okay. they're the, they're the. Because like, to me, that one's the worst. The worst name. one. There's a but lot what of. Are you, what are you going to do if you're addicted to heroin? You're not going to call your band anal cunt. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> well, that guy Seth Putnam. Seth Putnam, vocalist of grindcore band Anal Cunt, who's offensive. He'd have offensive song titles including "You're Gay" <laughs> <laughs> and, and "And You're in a Coma." <laughs> and he ironically, he overdosed and ironically lapsed into a coma. And he later saying that being in a coma was just as gay and fucking stupid as I wrote it was. Which is <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Um, but anyway, I'll go through the band names. Here we go. You Damn. tell me if you know any of these. Bathtub Shitter. Nope. <laughs> Di- diarrhea Planet. I know Diarrhea Planet. I know Diarrhea Planet. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of these aren't. I've been to Diarrhea Some of these Planet. are more silly than, some of these are more silly than rude. So we butter our bread with butter. No. You heard of them? No. Um, no. Wank for peace, which is pretty good. Did that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's not advised. Rape man. Oh, rape, rape man, that's Steve Albini. Rape man are good. Okay. That's <laughs> cool. Quite rhymes him. Uh, rape, uh, rape, rape man good. Rape, man, uh, rape, man, rape, man, rape man, Big Black, and Shellac. I, I co-sign all, all three bands. Okay, I, I do not. Speaking of my porno search terms again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that one we might have to keep digging, Drew. Oh my god! Like, Drew's getting signed to Drew's, Joe Rogan. Drew's getting today. naughty. Wow. Sorry, I've been drink driving today. So. <laughs> um, what did I have after that? Oh yeah, this one's good. Syndrome of a down. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I feel like these. Some of these are fake. That's no, some, some of these. Gotta be parody, they're all right? real because yeah. most of them, almost all of them, had come up in two separate lists. So maybe they're referencing the first list yeah, or not. Yeah, but it's yeah. not just a Reddit post, right? Um, AIDS Wolf, um, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, AIDS Wolf. Uh, there's a band that was a that sort of parodied. A lot Wait, of them was were, AIDS Wolf? I think AIDS Wolf was a Brisbane band. Possibly. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure AIDS Wolf was a Brisbane like screamo band. All right. Well, there you go. Co-sign them. Yeah. Look them up. Um, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot, Sorry. Uh, no, a lot of them are like parroting other band names like Syndrome and Down, but uh, there's a band Dinosaur Junior, um, and the, this band is parroting that Vaginosaur Junior. Right. <laughs> I thought for a minute you were like, what a weird band name. Dinosaur <laughs> Junior. <laughs> What's like, like a son of a bro, dinosaur? They're playing here in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just making sure the fucking joke. Age Wolf is a Canadian noise rock band. Mm. Age Wolf. Well, I wonder what the. I can't, I can't imagine there's was. two AIDS Wolves. And like, <laughs> yeah. maybe oh, we were AIDS Wolf first. Yeah. Maybe it was Wolf AIDS. <laughs> wolf AIDS. <laughs> um, uh, Honest Bob and the Factory to Dealer mm. Incentives. 
Um, Tony Danza tap dancing extravaganza. We, we all know Tony Danza tap dancing extravaganza. Okay. Yes. Um, do you know midget hand job? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Um, hey, leave it to Drew. Give it a couple. Leave the blue stuff to Drew. Give it a couple of those yourself. Oh fuck. <laughs> three more, three more. This is the best episode we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't lost everyone over the age of 38 with this horrendous uh, references and language. But three more. Um, the meat shits, which mm-hmm. I like. Um, straight out of the gate. The child molesters. Oh, <laughs> wow, okay. okay. I'm, wearing, I'm not wearing a shirt down to Mackerel Metro with my favourite band, The Child <laughs> yeah, Molesters. These, these sound like Drew's porn search terms. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Hey, oh. Drew likes to watch porn of child molesters. Yeah. <laughs> Just two child molesters who are having Fully normal legal sex. Adults, <laughs> child molesters. They're of age. Uh, <laughs> each other. They're not really into it that much because like something missing here, actually. <laughs> 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 um, and then the that extract is missing. They're phoning it in. Oh, my Lord. oh this is so. This feels Patreon. This is off the rails. Um, our last one, uh, which made me made me laugh the most. John Cougar concentration camp. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's awesome. <laughs> like that rule. Yeah, that's really. That's there's been long that's enough. That's really good. That's like a fringe comedy show. That's title. A, a great. That's a Twitter handle. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> um, I have a few other dumb, like, bullet point. They're just factoids about punk stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you guys mm-hmm. interested? I'm ready. Yeah, I just rattle it. Um, some of them are interesting. But it's, it's, it's about other punk bands. I didn't know this. You guys probably did because, um, again, I'm out of the loop on this shit. But um, Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping, they were... A, 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 like oh, a they're like an anarchist, anarchist punk yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do you know yeah, and so they yeah. were all they had all these I've never I still have never heard any other song yeah, other yeah, than either of I well, people is, love to say that yeah. people are like it's well you the, know they're actually yeah. one of those things where you're like maybe I should check that out and you listen to Tub Thumping once and go back to what you're listening to yeah I, was, <laughs> I got the impression that they were kind of like the UK's like tism you know yeah. like they were like this it anarchist uh, but doing like pranks like fucking with their own audience a little bit and then they happen to have this one song that just goes fucking bananas. It's not like that. It's quite because a lot of their original albums and stuff, it's just like pure anti-capitalism, straight, not like satire, not tizzamy. But they, which is so funny because their one hit, Tub Thumping, was was written about criticising capitalism and then was their one hit wonder which they just made a trillion dollars off. And yeah. that's it. It's just so and also like every like that song is so much like it's so emblematic of just like British bald guy who looks like a bulldog. Being like, oh, get knocked down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we hate you. I, will, I will say this like like it's weird. It's similar with comedy, but like I think it's more meaningful with at least with like hardcore punk. It's like your reward for getting successful is that you no longer have to be a part of the community mm. where you started mm. yeah. because pe- people like like especially like doing this podcast, it, it kind of comes clear that like definitions are needed because like technically you'd call Amity Affliction a hardcore band. They definitely started as a hardcore band, mm-hmm. but they're just so big now that the term doesn't seem relevant to refer to them. Yeah, there's probably you know like, I mean? yeah, there's probably like a handful of yeah. people who are successful, but consistently being what you'd call hardcore, right? Because eventually yeah, yeah, if they're successful, they, then they people yeah. just label them something else. But they, they, they're legit. Like they came, they saw them in youth halls, you know, like I saw them playing to a hundred mm-hmm. people in youth mm-hmm. halls and now they're like one of the biggest bands on the planet. Mm. He- heavy bands at least. But like, it's, it's just interesting that those guys now don't have to play like 
hardcore shows anymore. They just mm. play stadiums. Yeah. yeah. D- d- like, and so it's, it's weird that your reward is that you don't have to engage with this community that's meant to be so meaningful and teach you so much stuff. Like your yeah. reward for success I is like- I think that goes both ways though, right? Because like a, a while ago we did Berkeley and we were talking about the Gilman Club where like oh, Green yeah, Day yeah. came out. Yeah, of, yeah. And then when they got big, they got 86 from there. Yeah. And then wrote the songs about how much like that hurt them. And it's yeah. like, okay, well you've- transcended that and like but now you're also being punished by your old audience yeah for, success. But for no, selling out yeah, yeah that's true that, yeah. which is just Comedy like well you, you gotta fucking make money to play shows yeah like, but yeah. no one is no one begrudges an open mic comedian for no longer doing open mics like i don't in, know like, about they've that. changed that you, you were because everybody <laughs> no but like no one's like <laughs> i had through that in for right sure <laughs> sure but i feel like no one like starts out to be like i'm gonna be a successful open mic comedian like yeah. there's no, it's it's obviously a pathway to something else. Mm. You're admitting, so it's like a stepping stone. Open mic is doesn't mean like a particular type of comedy. It just means like an un, unrefined, unsuccessful sure, type. Sure, but on the other hand, then like you've got people like and like these people exist because we know them. People are like oh, they fucking signed a century. They sold out. Like they were doing fucking their own thing and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, but I think you do. You wouldn't be like oh, I, I can't believe they're doing stadiums. They're no longer the same commit. That that's just like people oh, say, good I on mean, them. People. Uh, yeah, I think I think most of the overwhelming sentiment is like yeah, good on them. Like you think about Kevin Hart. Mm, but I think there's still some. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> There's still some element of them being like, oh, he used to be cool. Oh, no, I he know. He used but, to be cool. But, they're not, but right. I feel like what you're saying is like hardcore is like a genre of music and the moment you're successful and you start playing bigger shows, then people go, well, that's not hardcore anymore. And I don't think that's the same for comedy. I think it's more like a, a personal sure. thing. Whereas yeah, like, sure. you know what I mean? Open mic is not like a genre of comedy. Yeah, yeah sure. He's it's, not a open sta- it's a stage of comedy. He's not open mic anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's that changed. would be a great thing to say. <laughs> yeah. um, like he's abandoned the open mic ethos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple other ones. <laughs> of eating a kebab at 2am. <laughs> this is bombing. This, oh, I just want to show yeah, this one. my own life. I just want to show this because it's, it's a very great photo. But uh, Pete Din- Peter Dinklage was in a '90s funk uh, punk band called funk? Wizzy. A funk? funk rap punk band called Wizzy. Have a look at old Dinko rocking out. Oh, yeah, I like that. There you go. Oh yeah, Dinks. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, Fuck yeah, yeah. Nice black fringe. Black fringe emo ish. Um, Steve from Blues Clues is in a punk rock band. Really? Yes. Um, Daft Punk were originally. Yeah, he was in the Child Molesters. <laughs> is he a Child Molester? Everyone Isn't says he he's a child dead. No, he's and he's not. a Child Molester. He's neither of those things. He's actually like a pretty nice, normal. Oh, all right, okay, Jamie. <laughs> Jesus. I looked, I looked he's into lawyer the, Jamie Kirk over I here. I looked into it for the Patreon. Oh, all right, okay. Um, Daft Punk were originally in a rock group called Darlin, and an early negative review of their work called it a bunch of Daft Punk trash, which is what they yeah. got their name from. Yeah. Bjork's first band um, was an arachno punk band. And TV host Craig Ferguson, we know Craig Ferguson, yes. was in a punk rock band with Peter Capaldi, Doctor Who, you know the... Um, oh, that's like Lewis Capaldi's uncle. The Thick of It, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they the were The Thick in, of It rocks, so. Yeah, so he's, he, him and, him and, uh, and they, they were called the Bastards from Hell. Todd Barry yeah. played drums for a bunch of punk bands. Cool. Todd Barry. Barry. Yeah, that's cool. There we go. So a few little tidbits. Cool. I wanted to bring up a character that... Um, <laughs> you just came up with. It's called Guy <laughs> Into Stepsister <laughs> Porn. Guy who doesn't watch Stepsister Porn. <laughs> <laughs> whose name is Drew Bensley. <laughs> um, of course, I'm sure everyone knows Gigi Allen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's no one of off. the most insane people... I knew yeah he's so, sort of, he's so crazy and cool and he's crazy edgy. Man. He's, he's so crazy but you dude. know what he's 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 exactly the same type of like 
shit that was like that in the 80s where people were like, this is so transgressive. Mm. He's like Bill Hicks. Like you watch that now and you're like, this is just derivative sure. shitty. Com-. But at the time people were like, oh, oh my shit. God. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking, yeah. this is, incre- he's yeah. doing an impression of Satan. Suck it up. Can you but believe like on the this? same hand, Bill Hicks wasn't like, you know what? I'm going to shit myself and I'm going to do heroin. Like, no, yeah, yeah well, Bill Hicks did heroin in the toilet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept yeah, it yeah. to well, it's himself. the same as people going like, oh do my it God. But, you know, Bart Simpson, what did he say on this episode again? It was like, eat my shorts. And parents <laughs> are like covering <laughs> their children's ears. Like, how dare they? I first knew about Gigi Allen from the CKY movie where one of the guys yeah. from CKY goes and pisses. Yeah, Chad on, Ginsburg. Chad Ginsburg goes and pisses on his grave, which is apparently a thing that a lot of people, a lot of his fans will go and piss on his grave or pour alcohol into the grave. And poor Gigi Allen, apparently his mother the entire time was like, can you stop doing that? I have to maintain this plot. You got to stop pissing on my son's grave. Um, But I also didn't realize, um, because I just, all I knew about Gigi Allen was he used to throw shit at the crowd, cut himself, like he was, and he was a psycho, and he like literal shit. By the way, literal, he would shit in his hand and throw it at the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't realize that he kind of this guy. Yeah, you know, he did. Really, I find that very upsetting. It's just yeah. the, the thought of it. Yeah. I don't like. I don't, that. I don't mind it's once he's be famous for it, because then it's like go at your own risk. Yeah, <laughs> if he's doing it at opening, or, or you know what I mean. Can you imagine uh, going to fucking like comedy on edge and stuff? <laughs> like I'm gonna eat shit, or some sort of like, like oh, I might go out and have a durry. It's some, amb- it's some ambush gig, like a couple yeah. of us having a dinner. That you know what I mean. It's like we're gonna have a punk rock show on now. A uh, five minute warning, and then he's on first throwing shit. At yeah, them. yeah. Like, you know what I mean. Like if people are just going there for it. in the light. Uh, Gigi. Oh, and they're like, oh, Gigi's going to throw shit at my nose. He promised me but but I, yeah, I don't like people loved it, right? They got he had a following. He right? did have a following. He still kind of does, but he also like the guy never really had much of a chance because um, I was just doing a bit of research on him. He was christened by his parents. His birth name, Jesus Christ Allen. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Come on, Alan. Stop playing with the sink. Like, That's it, crazy. If your parents are naming you that, you're going to turn out. One way, like you're going to either be some sort of serial killer wow. or like yeah, sure. become what Gigi Allen was. And he would get around like his older brother is, I think, still alive. Merle oh, Allen. Muhammad Allen? Oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> No, it's his older brother. Yeah, boy, stop fighting. His older brother. Muhammad Allen. <laughs> his older brother's name. Oh, man. His older brother's name is Must Watch with George End. <laughs> Must Watch with Yeah, I like that. Uh, um, but he like he would get around with just like, he would just have a Hitler mo. Because, like, again, in the 80s, to be transgressive... You know, that, that's just not flying So he had now, a Hitler must. His driver's license was Jesus Christ Allen with a Hitler must. <laughs> but his older brother had the Hitler mo. Um, oh. Gigi actually had the reverse Hitler where he couldn't quite grow hair in the middle. Yeah, yeah I had that. Long, yeah, yeah. I can't do a Hitler must. No, you look great. You look lovely. Well, I think it's like a Jewish thing. They don't let you do it. <laughs> yeah. Genetically, you can't do it. You got to laser it out. Yeah. Um, oh, we're hitting every fucking... <laughs> we're hitting every section of the dartboard today. Here we go. I, I am Jewish. I know, I know. I just, just, just yeah. <laughs> we're doing, yeah, we're doing a parody of four white guys podcast. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I know what it is about Ryan that it's brings Ryan us out. Yeah. Ryan just in the I think it might be the hardcore content that we're yeah. going through that's sort of touched on. His hardcore was very politically correct and very oh, like, yeah. you know, like, it's adjacent to this shit. Though. Well, Gigi Allen's whole thing was uh, he was going to kill himself on stage. That's all he wanted to do. He was going. He was like, I want to go out on top 
like at the height of my career, I want to mm. just have dropped the best turd I've ever done and fucking <laughs> just got a spiral on that thing into the crowd. <laughs> like, real, wanna, yeah. yeah, real like, diamond. I want like, like a, a Troy, Hail Mary pass. A Troy Aikman just fucking <laughs> just a fucking Troy, spin Troy on it. Aikman. You know one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, what are you sure. talking about? Um, this is insane. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> this podcast is insane. <laughs> is this not what this your point is like? <laughs> this is so. This is not what I expected like at all. <laughs> I, I was like, I had all these stories. Like, I was like, okay, I can talk about that. I can talk about that. And I'm like, no, let's <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. We're talking about Troy Aikman. We're talking about throwing a quarterback, throwing the shit into the crowd, and killing himself. Yeah. I'm, glad, Jesus I'm Christ. glad I got the the breakdown story. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, ask us not to release this one. <laughs> no, 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 I think no, you should release. It's, it's very funny. Be more bleeps than content in. This one. You don't need to believe anything on it. Um, he, but he kept like coming up with excuses. He was going to do it on the same. I think it was like Halloween or something. He's like, "I'm going to shoot myself on stage," which would have mm. been pretty insane, pretty cool, and pretty cool. Uh, but he was <laughs> he like, he just kept fucking it up. And then he eventually was like, "You know, next year's the year." And then everyone's like, "Gene him up and stuff." And then he just went back to his friend's house, drank a bunch of beers. Cocaine, heroin, yeah, yeah. speedball, dead. Done. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you look at, like, Norwegian death, I'm um, not death metal, Norwegian black metal, and those guys, like, put their money where their mouth is. They kill each yeah. other. They, they literally kill each People other. They burn, burn down churches. private property. Yeah, that, that's, like, like, a Patreon one we should do. Yeah, like, black the, metal, the, Norwegian the, black metal. The one, yeah. the, like, the two specific bands. It was like, Mayhem and uh, fuck Ooh, yeah, the other Where the guy that. murdered the other guy. Let's get yeah. Rhino back on. And, we'll and that, was yeah. the, that was the album cover. Yeah, that's well, him murdering cool. him. It was his skull, yeah. wasn't it? Oh uh, no, no, they took a piece. One of them took a piece of the skull, wore it as a necklace. Jesus, Christ. but they took a photo of him. Um, I think this guy shot himself, and they found him. There, there were other murders, but yeah. like the singer of Mayhem shot himself. They went down, took a photo of it, used it as their album cover. But you can't, oh. you can't find that version very easily any now, right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, like the when same they way released you can't, it, like a. Uh, can't walk into like an HMV and buy that Death Grips album cover where it's the guy's erect penis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you've tried. Similar. Yeah. You can't do anything anymore. <laughs> I try all anything. the time. Oh, just going, going up to the counter, <laughs> sanity to sanity. Kind of looks like this, <laughs> but bigger. But this, is bigger. A, this is like the cassette cover. <laughs> I'm looking for the vinyl cover. I'm, I'm looking for the three and a half inch. Oh, <laughs> but, good. Uh, All right, that's let's, fucking let's, shout out to Gigi Allen. Let's wrap some of these yeah. questions, Kirk. I don't even know how we're gonna. <laughs> I had, I had a whole thing about moshing because it was invented mm. as a byproduct of hardcore. Yeah. Uh, uh, Coming about from pogoing, which is what Sid Vicious did. Oh yeah, uh, sure, sure. Um, which is <laughs> quite like literally just jumping off. Oh, of I thought you meant literally the pogo. Yeah, <laughs> he had a pogo so stick. Cool. But uh, we could get into. We can get Ryan back for a second episode to do this kind of stuff. So yeah, I had sure. some questions for you. Yeah, Ryan. sure. Uh, five essential hardcore records. Name them. Oh damn. Um. Okay. Uh. I think I think Minor Threat out of step. It's yep. definitely up there. I love I love that record. Um, Gorilla Biscuits start today. Just did an episode about that on Dead Ramones and kind of really drove home how great that record is. It's so good. Um, what else? What else would I say? I think like oh, Converge, Jane Doe. Yeah, I reckon that's a great album. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like if if you think of like essential records, it's like kind of like at every stage, there's kind of like a different, you know. Mm-hmm. Different thing to consider. I think uh, Have Heart, Songs to Scream at the Sun. That's a good one. That's four. 
That's one more. Mm-hmm. One more to um, go. And I don't know what else. What else? I'm trying to think. Um, Something by Syndrome of a Down or no, uh, no, no, no. I don't. I'm not doing Syndrome of a Down. <laughs> extra, extra chromo. Uh, that's a great album. <laughs> Maybe a hate breed record. Yeah, like hate breed perseverance. Something or uh, satisfaction is death of desire. Yeah, some tough guy shit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. And yeah. so we were let. Oh, sorry. You got more questions? Yeah, I got yeah. some more. Okay, go Lightning go. round, baby. Uh, well, I thought we would adapt uh, um, regular questions to a kind of hardcore music community thing. So if you are a budding hardcore listener Mm -hmm. in Australia and you want to spend Like someone who's just sort of getting into the genre? Someone who's getting in but like really wants to dive head fucking first into it. It's like, where where do you go? What do you do? Who do you listen to? Damn. Um, I think live shows really did it for me. So going to live shows, like like getting involved in a local scene, I would say. But how would you find that sort of stuff for our budding listeners? MySpace. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> used to you message Dan Cook. You've got to find you got to find a, a Christian guy who's two to three years older than you who can drive you to shows, basically. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's basically for like half of punk rock. It's like working at a big W with a guy who's two years older. Than yeah, you. yeah, that's literally. Who wears a cool tennis wristband? You're like, what the fuck's that? Older, older brother music. Yes. It really is. He sings um, in the child molesters. Yeah. I think I think going to like maybe going okay. Go to the big bands. Like go go to the shows that are advertised that you of you know, American bands who are coming out, but go early and watch the supports and then follow them on Instagram. I reckon nice. that's that's the only way to do it now. Yeah. Yep. And is there anyone- Watch the supports. In oh, the- Secret World, really good Sydney band. Beowulf, really good Sydney band. Speed, really good Sydney band. Well, you just did my last question for me. It was to give some shout outs to some local <laughs> hardcore Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I, yeah, those, those like Secret World are really, really fucking good. I really, really like them. Oh, and Def Cult. I just had a, um, their Brisbane band. They're not really- Hardcore, they're like they used to be shoegaze. Now they're like this weird noise rock kind of like idols ish. Mm-hmm. If that's a reference point, um, yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, Def Cult. Hardcore yeah. music, hardcore potting. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, this, this pod makes me want to stage dive. Yeah. <laughs> energy We're about is electric. Slam dancing. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, plug your step. fucking pod, baby. Dead Ramones. Yeah, so podcast is called Dead Ramones. Um, basically, the premise is uh, me trying to justify uh, this subculture, this youth movement, to a bunch of people who are never actually involved in it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know, like. That that's it's not very prescriptive because I like obviously Drew and Jamie, you guys both are aware of these bands, but I, I guess I'm like trying to talk about growing up and going to these live shows and like yeah. like having this meaning that doesn't translate across. Like uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. weird to justify what you got Alex on before. Yeah, it's uh, weird, it's uh, weird psychology well, about assembling and disassembling uh, yeah. a Victor lawnmower. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> 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 all right. Who's using petrol lawnmowers? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> okay, all right. Fucking yeah, I, put, I put diesel in the, in the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Alex <laughs> reprimanded <laughs> yeah, me. Exactly. Um, Come on, mate. It's all cordless now. Each, each each episode of the podcast focuses on a year, so I'm just going year by year at this point and choosing mm. one record from each year to try and track the history of it. It's good for, I had a good time. I generally did. It was a great yeah. app. Okay, I did 91. I loved it. 2023, the last year of our yeah. What's the hardcore album there? I think I settled on um, Death Is Nothing To Us by Fiddlehead. I think that was the big one from last year. There we go. There yeah. we go. Get that in your ears. Hey? Yeah. And yeah, check uh, it out. 
If listening to us talk about hardcore made you real mad, <laughs> maybe listen to Ryan's podcast where he gets into it on a deeper level. Well, yeah, I got a phone call this morning from from Stevie, the guy who took his clothes off in the van. Yeah. And I haven't talked to him for years. Like, you know, it's just sort of natural. Like, he's got a family and mm. I live in Sydney, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But he called me because he started listening to the fucking pod and he was, he was very complimentary. So, and that means a lot. A guy who I was in bands with yeah, who was yeah. in fucking hardcore bands back in Scotland before he came to Australia. Yeah, yeah, he sure. he said it was good. So no, it's a, get it's into a, it. It's I mean, good. And like, it's not um, as silly as this episode's been. It's a lot more <laughs> It can be silly. It yeah, be but silly. it's a not as ridiculous. stuff about Drew being into <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Drew, Drew's getting a second ah. invite after yeah. that. Ah. He's really... <laughs> but uh, get I me mean, clues like, off. in terms of like local venues, like support them. Like Crowbar, right? Crowbar, yeah. You were building up the courage of that for a while, weren't you? The cross talk. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I mean like support local venues. Yeah, yeah. Go to Crowbar. Punk sure. bands, hardcore yeah. bands. Great fucking food there too. Get and listen to Blink-182. Yeah, come see them live them. with us. You worked for Blink-182. Yeah. What'd you do? I was a production runner on one of their tours. Damn, which one? Yeah. Uh, 20, I want to say 2013, Soundwave. Oh yeah, I was at that yeah, yeah. the gig. I and I got that I job. I literally got that job because the guys doing logistics were hardcore kids and they just knew that hey. I, yeah. yeah. Wow, crazy. there the we go. The community helps yeah. each other out. I was the fluffer on that tour. <laughs> So. <laughs> True. <laughs> She's trying to get a boner in the back True, room Drew's with my hoppers. <laughs> She's like, check this out. Drew's uh, getting the tour. And they're like, oh, so this is the washing machine. This is your way. Your <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's a little tight, but. <laughs> but your asshole won't be. <laughs> All right. Good Lord. Thanks, Ryan. Let's Thanks, everybody. The yeah. damn show. We have a Patreon. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. We talk about heaps of cool shit. We've done Australian memes, Australian fads, a bunch of true crime stories, the history of Sydney comedy. We might do that death metal. We'll do it another time, but we might get a runner back on. And do yeah, we death. should definitely we should get right Norwegian on. death well, metal. You know what? We black should get right on it's for like metal. a looser okay. one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real loose. This one yeah. was a little structured. Yeah. Too tight. It's black metal, just. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know there was a difference. But there do, you wanna, do you want to talk about the difference? No, <laughs> maybe next time. Isn't uh, that the Chris Rock beat? Uh, <laughs> I swear I want uh, Black metal and boob <laughs> metal. <laughs> oh, my God. God, this should have uh, ended 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut out of the Patreon part. <laughs> Um, sorry, Patreon, five bucks a month. And keep hitting us up on social media. If you like our music podcasts... <laughs> We'll make mm -hmm. more, and that's a threat. Um, uh, but it's been a good time. I've yeah, had a, been that was a lot of fun, Brian. Fun. Thank you so much Thanks for coming. Of course, on. no, I appreciate it. It was very fun. We'll Thanks get you back on for another pod. Maybe a Patreon. Absolutely. Maybe a regular feed. Who knows well, what, what the future has in store for? Uh, I think you should say it again. Oh, unplug Rat Club. <laughs> oh yeah. I oh, god damn it. Is anyone still listening? I, I run a comedy <laughs> show called Rat Club. Well, it's um. Comedy Performance Night presented by Rat Club Industries uh, is what owned it is. Owned by Powerbomb Comedy. Uh, yeah, Division of Powerbomb Comedy owned by ExxonMobil. Um, there are some talks. Uh, the brand may be getting sold off again to another parent company, so oh, the name yay. might be changing. Aye, but um, aye, aye. we have a couple of special events coming up. We've got a Valentine's Day show on... Uh, Valentine's Day. February 12th, okay. which I'm hoping maybe Caution and Jamie might be able to co-host, depending on your... Uh, yeah, my rider. Depending on your writer. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, on February 19th, we've got our very special, very gay Mardi Gras show. Beautiful. Oh, I'll be hosting that one. <laughs> 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 right, that's a good uh, place to do it.